Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, where we talk about how to live a loving life. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Thank you for having me. Yep. And today we're going to we're gonna go back to an old video that we, we posted and questions that we get, or a question that we get pretty frequently and we got from this video as well. And the question is always related to repentance. And it's it's not just about what repentance is, but how do I know if someone else has truly repented? How do I know if I've repented? Um, and, and I think just how, how exactly does repentance work? I would say in my, um, in my own life, I think, and I think most really sincere people struggle with whether or not they've, they've truly repented. And I think if we struggle with it, that's actually a good sign. Um, because, you know, we want our hearts to be right before God. And so how do we know if our heart's right before God? And, and in the end, I think we may not have a great answer to this question, but I think talking about it may help some. So we're going to talk about a little bit about what repentance is, some potential signs that someone else has actually repented. And uh, because, you know, if they, if they have truly repented, then I think we have a responsibility to, to no longer hold that against them. You know, or do our best to do that, and we'll talk a little bit about about that as well. But I think it's a hot topic. I think it's I think it's hard stuff, one that we won't have a, a great answer for, but but maybe uh, we can find our way through it. But let's start. You've got a comment, Tammy, from someone that I thought was a good way to, you know, she's kind of addressing a really hard issue. But let's start with that. Yeah, it says it's so hard to forgive when instead of asking for forgiveness, they make their mistakes your fault. How do you move past having your world shattered and your heart broken by someone you love and they do that to you? Well, that's extra hard. So you got someone who's saying, hey, you know, um, not only have they hurt me, they, they really seemingly haven't repented. I mean, if someone, if, if someone, and this is, I hope I'm right about this, but I think we have a responsibility to forgive people and we have a responsibility to love people. But I think if someone hasn't repented, that we got to be careful that we don't enable them thinking we're loving them. So in this case, with this lady saying, hey, um, you know, I'm trying to forgive them. I'm trying to, to move on. But they did what they did. And, and instead of repenting, they're trying to help me see why it's my fault. That's not repentance. I mean, that's, that's an attempt to justify something that you know is wrong. And if, if we, the, the amazing thing about the truth is it's just, and love is just. So it never needs justification. So if we're standing on the truth, then we don't have to justify it. It's just in and of itself. But if we know we aren't standing on the truth, then we, we normally know. If we know we aren't standing on the truth, what are we going to do? We, we either have to move, we have to change positions, which is repentance. It's like changing directions. It's, it's saying, you know what, this is, this is what I thought or I knew better, but I'm standing on something that's not true. I don't want to stand on the lie. I want to repent. I want to change directions. Or we have to begin this process of trying to justify why we're standing where we're standing because we know it's not the truth. And that's where you have somebody, I think, who is 
tempting to blame you for what they did. But the question from there is, what do you do with that? And I, I think what you do with that is you, you do the best you can to help them see the truth. That, that, you know, okay, you're blaming that on me, but it's really not. Why? You know, why are you blaming that on me? And, and you know, the wonderful thing about asking why is people are going to stumble around. They're going to have a real hard time coming up and, and presenting you with truth for why they're standing where they're standing if they're just justifying what they know is not right. Sometimes asking why they get a chance to reveal truth that makes you helps you realize, hey, maybe they are. Maybe they aren't trying to just put this on me. Maybe maybe I really did have a play a role or a part in this. But if they're just going to put it on you, then I think it's important that loving them means that you have to take a stand there. And the mistake we often make is we don't want to lose them. We don't want to go through the hurt. We've already been hurt. And so we just pretend that's okay. We pretend it's okay for them to blame us for what they did. And we call that loving them, but it's, it's not loving them at all because it's not best for them. Remember, love is doing what is best for someone else, not just what they want or what feels good to them. And it's never best for them to be <laughs> blaming their mistakes on other people. I mean, what's best for them is then to own them and repent so they can get off the lie and get on over to the truth. Does that make sense? Yeah. So another thing, another thing I think we could consider is not only would sometimes would these people blame you if they're not sincere in their repentance, um, they'll expect you to forgive them. And I think I think when we really repent, like the last thing on our mind is making sure you forgive me for what I did. Um, I think if I really repent, I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm not going to defend what I did, and I'm not going to expect anything from you. I think. I think my mission, my goal, my my whole desire is to make sure that you know I'm sorry, and that I regret what I did, and that I want to go a, a different direction. You know, the the wonderful thing about true repentance, I think. I think we. Can, I think we can say this most of the time. It's not hard to spot. And so if it's really hard to figure out, has this person really repented or are they just justifying? Are they making excuses? Are they playing games? Um, are, they just, are they just saying they're sorry because they got caught? You know, if they're, the, the, you know, the difference between someone who's doing that and someone who's truly repented is like night and day. You know, I think that maybe the first step to true repentance is realizing the gravity of our mistake. Re- realizing that, you know, if I hurt you, through my own selfishness that that I actually own especially if I hurt you really bad you know if if I if I betrayed you if I really hurt you bad if this is in a, a relationship you know or a, 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 a family a marriage you know I mean the damage that we've done if we've really if we're really going to repent the first thing we have to do is realize the gravity of the damage we've done and if we realize that, not only are we ashamed of that, and we, yes, we should be ashamed of that. We should regret that, but we never, ever, ever want to do that again. And so from that, from that place, that position, if you bring up what I did to you, you know, my, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not expecting your forgiveness. I'm, I'm, I'm 
wrecked and I'm so sorry that you're being put there. And I think another thing we can we can pay attention to is if if I truly have repented and I really regret what I did to you, I'm also conscious of the things that I that I do or other people that we're around, situations, circumstances that we're in, that if I were you, would make me feel uncomfortable, um, unsafe, you know, un- unsure, whatever it is. If I've truly repented, I want you to know. I want you. I want you to see me inside out. I want you to know how much how how how, how much I've changed. How much the difference God has. has the difference that God's love has made in my life and His forgiveness for me. I do want your forgiveness. I definitely want your forgiveness, but I don't expect it. Right? So nothing nothing would make me feel better and, and, and actually even help me keep loving and keep healing. It, it would to know that you've forgiven me, but I don't, I don't expect it. So do you think um, the person that caused the hurt you feel like they shouldn't just expect the person that they hurt to just totally forgive and forget like no they shouldn't they shouldn't expect anything um i mean i think if you've really repented and you love this person you do hope that they forgive forgetting is like i don't i don't i don't think we forget that's tough yeah, I feel I'm, like only Jesus, I mean, he says our sins are, you know, forgiven as far as the east is from the west when we repent, but he's perfect in love, and we're not perfect in love, and I think it's hard to forget, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how to forget, honestly. I mean, I can't think of anything. I mean, the further we get separated from from past offenses, you know, it does pass from us, and we, I think... The longer we go loving, the the further away it goes. Eventually, it may drop and completely die together. We can hardly even remember it. It's so distant. But 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 you know anything fresh or anything beyond that, and and I think that happens. That's a conscious effort of the person who's been offended, as they're being reminded constantly early on, and 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 even more later. They have to make a conscious effort to just cast out imagination. Like, here it comes. Okay, now what am I going to do? And, we, I'm, you know, we also have a responsibility. If, if someone's offended us, we do have a responsibility to forgive as well. It's just that the person who offended us doesn't have the – they haven't put they've, – they've removed themselves from the posi- position to be able to expect our forgiveness because they're the ones who caused the damage. But hopefully we would forgive. And I think the way we do that is, you know, as that's coming – as we're being reminded of what happened – you know, if we've made a decision, hey, we're gonna we're gonna try again. Then when these things come, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And like where we're gonna have to wear that scripture out every time because it's gonna we're gonna be reminded. We're gonna be reminded, reminded, reminded. The the super hard part, I think, is making the decision. Where do I go from here? Because if someone's truly repented, you might have a whole new person here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? You really might have a somebody that would be least likely to ever, ever do that again and more loving than they've ever been in their life. If they haven't repented, you just got somebody playing games, you're just going to jump right back into a fire and get 
burn up all over again. The mistake we make sometimes, I think, is straddling that fence. I'm not sure which one I have, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try again. But while I'm trying again, uh, I'm not casting down imaginations and everything. I'm I'm reliving what you did to me, and then I'm nitpicking every single thing you do, looking for any sign that I can. Oh, that was that, and this was this, and I'm wearing you out. You know, it's like it's like you know, you if you've actually repented, I don't care how much you've actually repented. Eventually, you can get worn out if somebody that's just like everything you do doesn't matter how much you repented, nothing's any different, right? Or if you if you're if you, but I think I think if you have to come to a point, and it takes a little time. I don't think you need to hurry to this, but at some point you have to decide. Okay, I'm gonna keep going, or I'm not gonna keep going. And if I'm not going to keep going, I forgive you, and I wish you the best. You know, I really do. But I, but I'm not. I'm just not so sure. I just you know I'm I'm not going to ignore the continued similar behavior that is obviously. I'm not going to ignore the red flags. I'm not going to pretend I don't see what I see. Okay, there's a big difference, a huge difference between that and then clearly seeing things and then just brush them under the rug because because we're afraid of losing something and we don't want to lose this relationship or whatever it is. But if we, if we decide we're going to move on, we forgive them and, and then we move on and we wish them the best. If we decide we're going to stay though, we have to, we have to just decide right then I'm going forward and I'm not looking back. And, and you have to just know you could be wrong. You, you might, you might be going forward with somebody who really hasn't repented. But you you make the best decision you can with the information you have, and you don't ignore obvious truths. And but if you believe, you know what? I really believe they've repented. Then I think you have a responsibility. To say, you know, what? I'm I'm gonna forgive them, and I'm gonna fight to keep forgiving them every time this comes up. And I'm not gonna rub it in their face, and I'm not gonna constantly remind them of this. And then in time, don't rush back in. You know, ease your way along. In time, it will become very obvious what's really happened here. You know, and maybe your loving them can help them finish the the total change. You know, of of this repentance and and this actual change in directions in life. I like what you said, though, that the person that caused the hurt that they should be sensitive to. You know, if it does come up again, and just to be very reassuring to the other person that they hurt. I, I like that. I think that's important. Yeah. You know, and if you're truly repentant. That's right. If you're truly repentant, you're going to want to do that. Yeah. If you're just ashamed of what you did and don't want to do anything different, you just don't want to hear about it yeah. anymore. So this it's a hard spot, right? Because because they're I mean if it happened to you, you don't need to be rubbing it in their face all the time. Yeah. Right? But it happened to you. You know, there is going to be a, a, a semblance of what you went through. There's going to be consequences, There's, you know. And so the, if this person's really repented, then they have to be sensitive to that. And it, it should grieve them that you're in that position because of what they did. And, yes, they should be sensitive to that. And, I agree. And, but it's, it's like a – that's a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, and we get it wrong. Then we, so I, I don't want to. One of my concerns is that people come out of this thinking, okay, this this perfectly reveals their, they've actually repented, and this reveals they haven't, or I have. When it's not that simple, 
I mean, sometimes sometimes people are doing the best they can and they make mistakes, but there will be a underlying current or theme or, or move. I mean, if, if they really have repented, um, you know, they mess up here and there, and then they're going to come apologize for it, and they're going to say, I yeah, know, and I'm sorry I did that, and I wish I'd have never done it, and I hate who I was. Like, no one despises what they what someone did more than the person that has repented for what they did. So the things that I've done, this is another, I think, just something you can, I think, an indication of what's going on. The things that I've done that have hurt you, if if you bring them up, I don't feel judged by that. You know, I feel I, I, I'm, I'm just broken. You know, I, I despise the fact that I did that. I have absolutely no defense for what I did. That's a great sign of, I think, yeah. of true repentance. If it comes up, though, and, and it's like, quit judging me, stop judging me, you know, thought you said you forgave me, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Very much, yeah. So let me, uh, I want to touch on one other thing. It's kind of related, kind of not related, but I, just, I heard this one time from, uh, and we'll close with this, but I heard this one time from a, a, a great pastor, and when he said it, I thought, man, that was good. Like, I want, and it helped, helped me resolve some things, but, the, but what he was talking about was how do you know how to repent about some sins and he 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 phrased it like this this isn't in the bible okay so but i think i think it's related to god's word i mean i think it's truth you can't find this in a scripture somewhere but basically he said there's three types of sin there's private sin there's personal sin or he said it like this there's personal sin there's private sin and there's public sin and he said that personal sin is your is a sin between you and god no one else knows it. You haven't hurt anyone else. No one else is involved in this. That's a personal sin. A private sin is a sin between you and another person. Like you've hurt someone else. They know about it. You know about it. No one else knows about it. It's between the two of you. And then a public sin is a, is a, is a sin that the whole world knows. It. Like everybody knows about it. You know, you got caught robbing the bank. You know, you're on the national, you're on television, whatever or whatever whatever it is that everyone knows about. And this is what he said. He said, just be careful. He said he's seen so many, so much damage done from people confessing private sin publicly or confessing personal sin publicly. In other words, this was this was something between me and God, this problem I have, and 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 now I've repented and I've given it to God. But now I feel this false burden, I believe, that I need to go tell everybody else about it. Not so I can help them, but as an effort to confess my sin. And, and so I think you should... So he's, this is what he said, and I think it's great advice. He said, private sins should be confessed privately. If it's between you and God, confess it to God and understand that he's forgiven you and you're forgiven. And, and then, and I'm sorry, that's personal sin. I keep getting it wrong. Personal sin <laughs> between you and God. Private sin is between you and another person. You, 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 if you have sinned against someone, you've hurt someone else, you need to confess that to God, you need to repent, and you need to go to them and confess that and repent. And if it's public sin, if it's something that everyone knows about, then as best you can, if you have an opportunity, you need to go to everyone and say, you know, this is what I did. I regret it. I'm sorry I did it. I'm never going to do it again. And, this, and, and so That's great advice. Yeah, personal 
private and public. So be careful where you go go air all that good stuff. That's good. All right. So I think this will wrap up this episode of the Right Fight Podcast. Until next time, trust God's word no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to the Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.